Welcome to the Ritual Cast, an exploration into the weird and wonderful world of witchcraft and spirituality. I'm your host, Sky Riley, and if you're looking for all the answers, you won't find them here. What you will find is an honest take on my witchy journey. The good, the bad, and the lucky. The lucky? You said you wanted a good one, so... Hell yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Greetings. All right. So last week, we talked about a bunch of witches. Bunch of witches. Uh-huh. One witch, two witch, red witch, blue witch. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. You nailed it. That's all. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to go back and listen to our last episode. And and the koala plant and um. The koala plant. Perfect. And Nana's jewelry. She's Grammy though, not Nana. Whatever. <laughs> They're all the same in my eyes. Yeah, white people do have the weirdest names for their grandparents. Mima. Grammy. Mine's Grammy. One of mine is Grammy. The other one's name is B, just the letter B. That's fine. That's acceptable. I although I did have uh, a friend one time who, um, she insisted that her her grandkids call her Glamma. She was super fancy. Yeah, it was pretty cute. Uh, I had a great aunt one time, and we called her Antique. Antique. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> She Antique. didn't find it. She found it funny, but not nearly as funny as we did. That's hilarious. I I think it would have been better if she had just fucking owned that shit, like <laughs> fucking worn it like a badge of honor. Hell yeah, I like antique. <laughs> so today, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring you a rock as usual. I'm gonna bring you an an herb. Okay. And then we're gonna talk about witch tools. Witch tools. Witch tools. What kind of tools are these? Are these the ones that like? Drink Monster Energy drinks and wear like flat bill caps backward. No, no, there's no Kyle's here. Not that kind of tool. Not that kind of tool. So like power tools. Get like sure the witch drill bit. <laughs> the witch know. drill bit. Awesome. Yep. Witch hammer. Witch hammer. Mm-hmm. A hedge hammer. Ooh, nice, nice. No, I mean, bad. don't don't gotta, celebrate that. Sometimes you gotta trim your hedge. Those are just clippers. I got a pair of those if you need them. <laughs> Gross. So this week, oh, actually, let me get it out. <gasps> is this opalite? Nope. Nope, this is different. It's not opalite. It's like opal. It is selenite. Selenite. Yeah. And that one's super pretty. I'll be posting a picture of it. It looks like an egg. It, and it is. It is the perfect shape, and I love it. It's one of my faves. So this is our friend, selenite. Hi, selenite. Don't. Touch that cat. She looks so mad at me. Selenite is a good friend, but it is very soft. Very soft. Yeah, it's only a two. It's only a two? It's only a two. This on is a weak most. ass bitch. It is, but it's also a strong ass bitch. So, for example, so a two is a little less hard. Like a fingernail is 2.5. Okay. So All right. It's, it's pretty low. So I could scratch this to shit. Yeah, please don't, though. Okay. So it's very soft, which means no water. You got to be super duper careful with it. It will scratch. You can hurt it. Can you flame this one, or do you just leave it out in the sun? Usually you can use it to cleanse other crystals, so Mm -hmm. it doesn't need it, I don't think. All right. I'm perplexed. (laughs) Perplexed, even. It connects with... The sign, the zodiac sign Taurus. So, so you? 
<laughs> You're not a Taurus. I'm not a Taurus. My moon sign is a Taurus. I don't know what that means. I know you don't. We'll talk about it at some point. You're a Cancer. Mm-hmm. That's not just me insulting you. You're right. <laughs> I am toxic, but also. And also a Cancer. Crab. <laughs> crab, for sure. Mm-hmm. Selenite can purify your jewelry, like we just said, or your spaces. It's really good as a cleansing tool. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Pine cell. <laughs> yes. Creates a safe and uplifting environment. It'll bring you peace and serenity to your home. If there's like too much going on in your head, it's really good for clearing away um, and bringing peace into your brain. So this is um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Sure. The Rock. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire the Rock. All right. Uh, protects you from psychic attacks. Clears your confusion. Good for serenity, purification, and peace. Also meditation and clarity of thought. Oh, this is the mood stabilizer. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it just clears out all the crap in your brain. Yeah, this is metaphysical Xanax. Sure. It just brings you peace, calmness. It's uplifting, makes you feel safe. Okay. Also cleans other tools and okay. rocks. All right. So um, I can I can rub this on a shovel and be sparkling clean. I don't. I wouldn't rub it on a shovel because it would probably scratch it up. You said it would clean my tools. I know, but if you rub it on it, it's it's only a two. Remember, you'll just grind it down. It's not hard enough. Just put it in your mouth. Put it in my mouth. Yeah, that'll harden it up. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> it's inappropriate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so as far as physical stuff, it promotes flexibility. Oh, okay. This makes you bendy and it aligns your spine. Aligns my spine? Mm-hmm. All right. I might actually need this. It's good for cancer and epilepsy. And epilepsy? All mm-hmm. right. Um, and when you're feeling lethargic, it can bring you energy. Okay. So I have this really awesome book, The Illustrated Crystallary. It is by Maya Toll. And it's really pretty. See? It's got good pictures. Mm-hmm. Show our listening audience. Yep. Um, so this book has 36, I think there's 36 um, gems in it. Gems okay. and minerals. Mm-hmm. I really recommend all of the Maya Toll books. They're awesome. Um, but this one um, has a section on selenite. And uh, one of my favorite things from that page says, I reflect the happiness and kindness shown to me and others. If you light a lantern for another, it will also brighten your day. Okay. So it's kind of like the moon, right? So it, it reflects that light back to us got it yep just like we can reflect the light of others and you kind of like pay it forward yeah this one has this cool like fiber optic look to it like if you point it one way you see the light from where it's pointing at earlier last year <laughs> i found this just come here and look at it okay oh they make like columns and grease out of that stuff <laughs> no they're um they are uh selenite logs for your fireplace. <laughs> Wait, what? You throw yeah. them in the fireplace and burn them? So I don't think you can actually burn them, but people have them like these giant selenite logs. 
uh, that they will put because they like look really pretty in a fireplace or like in a like a, a wood a wood holder next to <laughs> the fireplace. Right. And I just thought it was so fucking funny. Like nobody needs that much selenite. I don't think. Got a lot of cleaning to do. Right? And like, if you really fucking needed a, an uplifting environment, like really needed it, you could buy like three or four of these fucking logs of selenite. Or, you know, if you needed like to just, like you've heard of baptism by fire. Well, if you took one of these fucking logs and just bashed someone over the head <laughs> with it, then, you know, purified for real. Like, <laughs> Yeah, purified and dead. Right. <laughs> I just felt like it was like the most extra thing I had ever seen in my <laughs> life. They're expensive too. Like one of these logs is not cheap. Right. But I saw I stumbled across them on Etsy and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like a lot. That is Do a you lot. Eat selenite? Come on down to Bob's Selenite Emporium. We've got it to go for days. <laughs> Also, like, are they just ch like cracking that off? Damn. Yeah, right. Can you imagine the like deposit that they found? They're just like you know working away at a coal mine, and then I don't know where you find this stuff. Probably in Russia. And then they, you know, they knock away some rocks, and all of a sudden there's this like tree trunk of selenite. It's similar to gypsum. Do you know what that is? Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll cover it. <laughs> it's um another type. Basically, it could be scratched with a fingernail, um, and it also has natural thermal insulating properties, uh, which is, I oh. guess, why people put it in the fire. Oh. Do they use this stuff in um, welder's gloves? I don't know. Or um, blacksmithing gloves? Maybe. Let me look it up. I, I, think, I think I maybe remember hearing about this. Um... I mean, maybe, but nothing that I can see. All right. Like off the top, like nothing that I could find with a quick Google. All right. Well, I just wanted to, you know, contribute something. For Is once. this from one of your many blacksmithing YouTubes that you watch? Why do we have to attack my YouTube habits? I enjoy them too. I know you do. I love a good blacksmith tube. Do you want me to become a blacksmith? You want me to just like hang out in the garage maybe, and just maybe, I guess swing a hammer all day? Maybe I have like like an internal you like thing for it, don't you? Thing for it because I do keep bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonder if like, it's a kink I had. It, it just that like I didn't watching know. a man work and like you know the physical labor thing just kind of kind of gets you going. I guess maybe I just want you to come home smelling like forge. <laughs> um. It's, again, a specific variety of the mineral gypsum, which is named after the Greek goddess of the moon, Selene, which mm -hmm. you can tell by looking at it. It looks like the moon. Also, we should mention full moon. It is a full moon today when we're recording this. It will not be when it is released. No. <laughs> it was really pretty, though. We saw it when we were driving home. Um, has been used and valued as far back as the Egyptians, where it was used for just decorative purposes. One unique use of it um, was in the Santa Sabina Church in Rome. The large arched windows uh, built in the 5th century are made of sheets of selenite, not glass. Wow. So that's All right. a lot. Um, and they found um, large amounts near Paris. Um, it was actually a material known as plaster of Paris 
from hmm. that. So plaster of Paris is gypsum um, that has been chemically altered uh, to extract the water within. And I guess French farmers also used it as a soil additive. Just so some interesting stuff. That's strange. All right. Right. I wonder, did, do you think it contributed anything? I don't know. Um, maybe. I mean, Made their wine shinier? Putting it into a church makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah, I, I could see it being like a stained glass kind of a thing. Right, right. Yeah. Did I already say it was crown chakra? Did I mention that? No, I, no, you didn't. I did. Yes, I did. Crown chakra. Oh, well, I didn't hear you. I did say that. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have for selenite. My my friend. All right. My little friend. My selenite friend. Do not lose that. I'm going to roll it over to you. <laughs> Steer right. Okay. All right. Well, if that's it for the rock, I assume now it's time for the plant. It is time for the plant. So, to start off, mm-hmm. I had a spell work. You had a spell work? Yeah, it worked. What happened? One of my spells worked. So I posted um, my broth spells mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So every month, uh, for those of you who maybe don't have Instagram or, or don't follow me on Instagram, um, every month I take all the little clippings and extra odds and ends from vegetables and I put them in a pot and yep. I make vegetable broth from them. Well, this month um, I also put... Um, usually like three, about three, um, different herbs in there specifically. And I kind of cast a spell on the broth so that any time I use the broth, it has those properties in it. Okay. Um, so one of the ones that I used this time was parsley. Parsley. And I used it for money. Wait, did you try and like hack the system and get rich quick? I've never done money before because at least in the last couple of months, it felt like there were like other things that were way more important than like money. Like my mom was sick, so I was thinking about like health and stuff. And then there's this whole goddamn COVID thing going around. So it was more about like protection from that. Yeah. And like the whole like casting spells to get get money seems kind of hokey. Like, yeah, exactly. So I was like, plus, like, I mean, we're, I, I'm not saying that, like, money isn't important, but, and I mean, maybe this sounds super first world problems, but, like, we're doing okay. Like, I'm not struggling financially. I'm not doing amazing financially, but. Right, but who doesn't want another couple thousand dollars? Right. So, uh, but I wasn't, like, struggling to the point where I was like, I can't make rent, so I really need money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm I'm getting by. So it's okay. I wasn't really thinking about money as being a thing. But this time I was like, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to do money. So we're going to use parsley. So I put it in there. And I kind of forgot about it. I definitely forgot about it. And I got I do my taxes super, super early, as soon as I can, really, every year. And I got my tax return back. And I've had these medical bills that have been hanging over me since I got my appendix out like three years ago. And down to the penny the money that i got back from my taxes this year was uh, the exact amount i needed to pay off my medical bills woo flushed and <laughs> right gone completely deleted no but like it was exactly what i needed so that was kind of weird and then i got a raise 
too. So, a pretty big one. So, that was sweet. And uh, so I, after I'm like talking to one of my friends about all the stuff that's happening, I was like, oh shit, this was like a week, maybe two weeks after. And I've been putting that broth into my lunch every single day. Mm -hmm. So I've been consuming it every day. Keep going. Right. (laughs) Oh, it's probably not going to work anymore now that you're thinking about it. Maybe. Like every time you make lunch, you're like, yeah, another paycheck. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I haven't really, like, I keep kind of forgetting about it that that's what it was but that's i guess there's a theory that like once you cast something you're supposed to kind of forget about it and then Mm -hmm. that's how it comes to you because if you obsess over it too much then you're not like you're still acting in that i think they call it a loss mindset or a a need mindset so you're still in the mindset of like i need this thing instead of i have it already and that's how power like the law of attraction works right that was kind of, I was like, hey, maybe my spell worked. That's kind of cool. All right. So I decided we were going to talk about parsley this week because of that. So parsley is referred to as the devil's oatmeal. Is it? Yeah. By who? <laughs> you know, when, like I'm looking these things up sometimes. They're like, other names for this are blank. Like blank, where? Blank. Where? Where does devil's this? Devil's uh... oatmeal. <laughs> Who calls like, parsley the devil's oatmeal? Some little kid gets told by grandma to run down to the corner store to pick up some devil's oatmeal, and he's going to be like, <laughs> Nana fucking smokes weed? What? That's lettuce. Oatmeal. Whatever. <laughs> I just, I thought it was so funny. Is it sinful to cook with parsley? It, Cause it like, That'll come back in later when we talk about some, you know, we'll just talk about right now. Um <laughs> So it's in the same family as carrots and celery. Yep. But it's not the it's not the tuber, it's the the leaf part of it. Right, right not the base, the mm-hmm. the leaves. The leaves. Um grows all over the world, but it really likes moist, well-drained soil and lots of sun. Moist, well-drained soil? Yeah, so it doesn't like like soil that just holds on to the water. It likes the soil to be wet, but, like, not soaked. All right. You know when you water plants and, like... Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Got The it. water, like, sits in the base. Yep. And, like, kind of holds on to holds onto the water. It yeah. doesn't like that. It likes it to be wet, but not, like, damp all the time. hmm And lots of sun. There's three common varieties. The curl leaf parsley flat leaf parsley, and root parsley. Um, native to the Mediterranean region, which is why you find it in a lot of their food. Yep. And it was believed by ancient Greeks. Um, there's a story about an infant prince who gets attacked by parsley? a snake. Oh. <laughs> yes, attacked by parsley. <laughs> yes. He gets attacked by a snake, and where his blood falls, the parsley grows. Damn, that he bled everywhere. Yeah, a all lot. over the place. A lot. Well, he couldn't find a hospital. How did he survive so long? He probably died. Right, I think he died immediately. Immediately. It's a snake bite, Ted. It's all over the Mediterranean. <laughs> it spread after that. That's what? <laughs> Do you know how plants work? <laughs> no, apparently. <laughs> apparently not. They like have seeds and shit. That's just where the first parsley grew. Oh. Uh. Yeah. 
and you know that people bleed just like a little bit from snake bites. We've been watching people get murdered by their pets. Idiots. Fatal attractions on Discovery Plus is my jam, aka people get murdered by their pets. Yep. And uh, so when you get a snake bite, you bleed a little bit, and that's where the first parsley <laughs> grew, according right. to the Greeks. Um, the Romans dedicated it to Persephone, who is the queen of the underworld, and it was used in funeral rites and planted over graves. Um, it's also believed that fields of parsley grew on the death island of Calypso. Mm. Really talking about a lot of Calypso, like two episodes Calypso. in a row. <laughs> We're a big fan of Calypso Can't get here, rid of I guess, it. right? Um, and there's a saying, um, he needs only parsley, which basically means that they have one foot in the grave. Oh. So if I was right. just like, yeah, he needs only parsley, he'd be like, not nah, doing good. I'm going to start yelling that in D&D. <laughs> he huh? needs only parsley. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? It means he's almost dead. <laughs> um... This was because they would sprinkle dead bodies with parsley uh, to make them not smell so awful. Okay. Put the coins on their eyes. Blah, blah, blah. And in the Victorian era, um, a virgin could not plant parsley or it was believed she'd be impregnated by the devil. Hence. Hence uh, mm-hmm. Devil's oatmeal, right? Uh, sure. Came right back. <laughs> <laughs> what? What kind of fucking bullshit is that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can't fucking plant a... That just, to me, like, maybe it's difficult to plant parsley. Like, that to me sounds like a fucking cop-out. Like, that sounds like... Do you have to insert it in yourself before you can leave it in the soil? What? I, I think that, that you're you're just, like, imagine yourself just going along. You're just planting, you know, you're you're doing your thing. You're, you're, you're doing some planting. And then uh, all of a sudden... You're like, oh, been gotta, penetrated. Plant the, gotta plant the parsley, and then the devil pops up behind you and just gives you a uh, couple oh, good pumps. Porn. Oh, I'm stuck in the dishwasher. <laughs> oh, I'm stuck in the parsley plant. <laughs> Help. <laughs> no, please, step bro. Step devil. Oh, God. All right, let's, let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, this that's is enough horrible. of that. All right. This is the worst this show has ever. This gotten. is yeah, we're we've gone completely off the rails. So planet Mercury. All right. It is an, an a plant of air and masculinity. Who are? Who? Good for fresh breath. <laughs> okay. It is an antioxidant. It has vitamins K, C, and A. Uh-huh. Also a digestive aid. And you can plant it next to other plants to keep away pests. Oh, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's good for your bone health and protects your eyes. Your eyeballs. Your eyes? Your eyes. All right. We can start calling them eyes. Okay. All right, everybody. These are eyes. There's Ibes. two of them right in front of your face. Ibes. You see out of them. You see the eyes. Eyes. Eyes? Eyeballs. Eyes. <laughs> uh, again, money and luck. Mm-hmm. It calms, and pro- uh, calms you, protects your home. Draws in prosperity, financial increase, and luck. Restores your sense of well-being. You should use it in spells to increase the strength and vitality of someone after surgery or illness. Um, you can use it to help yourself out of a rut. You can yeah, eat duh. it to provoke lust and promote fertility. Sure. Guards against food contamination. So if mm-hmm. you put it on a plate, it'll keep it from 
getting contaminated. Really? Just that easy, huh? So it says. Is that why it's uh, uh, what, a what, garnish? A garnish? I, yeah. You know what? That does make sense. Maybe that's where it came from. The whole garnishing thing? I, I believe it. That makes a lot of sense. You can put it in your bath to end misfortune. Yeah. Careful. Devil might fuck you, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Only if you plant it. If it goes in the bath, it's fine, which you'd think it would be easier yeah. to impregnate you in the bath. I get it. I know. I'm with you. It doesn't make sense. And we can mix it with our friend Jasmine to uh, carry it in your shoe, make you more attractive to the o- opposite sex. I'm checking my shoes. <laughs> I already have you. I don't need I don't, I don't need to do any more work. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good for divination, uh, dream work, and obviously if you're trying to contact the dead or the spirit world. Parsley. parsley. All right. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. It does a little bit of everything, I think. I mean, a lot of them do. Healing, you luck, say that every time. Makeup. Makeup. That's what makeup does, right? Makes you more attractive to the opposite sex. Mm. What was the herb that we were going to put in uh, shampoo into soap? Was it cinnamon? Yes. So we could do this as like a perfume. Parsley perfume. Yeah, you could just combine your kitchen cabinet and your bathroom cabinet, you know, punch a hole in the wall. <laughs> And then as you're getting ready, you're like a little garlic, a little parsley, a little cinnamon. It's perfect. You fucking kill all the vampires and all the babes are coming around. <laughs> Rub a little cinnamon on your in your groin area and then stick Mm-mm. some parsley Mm-mm. in your shoes. Nope. No, that's, that's going to burn a little bit. <laughs> I get careful. the sense. You can be careful. Okay. Are you ready to talk about witch tools? <sighs> all right. Um... Seal yourself. So is, is there like a Home Depot where we can pick these up? or Home Depot. Which depot? Um, that is a really good question. So. Like a hag's hardware. <laughs> what, are, what were we calling you? The hag handyman? Yeah. Nice. Um, oh, I can, I can go get my shit. I'm ready to go. Perfect. Perfect. Let's uh, start building a list. <laughs> so let's just preface this because that's something really good that I do want to talk about. Um, first of all. You don't need tools to be a witch. Any of the things I am about to list, you don't need any of these things. You don't need to purchase them. Don't feel like if you don't have them that you're not really a witch. That's Uh, not true. Are they suggested but not required kind of thing? Yeah. The only thing you need to be a witch is yourself. That's it. The reason that we have tools. It's what sets us apart from the animals. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. That's what, you know, made us not chimps anymore, right? Yeah, except for the, they're using them for like boats and paddling and... <laughs> have you seen these orangutans? <laughs> they're moving on up. So, sometimes tools can help can help your magic along. You know, if lighting a candle helps you get into the right mindset, if a certain smell helps you feel, you know, a little more powerful, if... Maybe a certain article of clothing makes you feel, you know, some type of way when you're getting ready to cast a spell or something like that um, or do, you know, certain work. Maybe you're a sexy witch and need lingerie and candles. Is that is that your dream for me to have uh, witch lingerie? It's becoming that. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> well, I hear Barry White in the background. I'm like, oh, shit, some spells are going down. <laughs> You know, if something makes you feel witchy, then that's fine. Like, but you, what my point is, is that if you're fucking broke and you don't have money for all this shit, don't feel like you can't be a witch. 
No need none of this stuff. These are just some suggestions if you are like, hey, I'm looking to spend, you know, a little bit of money and I want some tools. The word aesthetic, I feel like, has a lot of negative connotation, like, because of how we use it so frequently. Like, everyone's like, oh, my aesthetic, like, blah. Finding things that, like, make you feel powerful are important. Like, it's important to be like, hey, maybe this playlist that you put together, like, I have a specific playlist that I play when I'm doing spell work. I know people it's that have- It's fucking white. I knew it. <laughs> it's not very white. I know people who have, like, a cool robe that they put on when they're doing spell work. Um, you know, maybe a certain, like, incense smell works for you do those things like don't don't feel like you know you have to be like i must have this like the the correct i must always wear black and if i'm gonna be a witch then i have to have this and i have to have that you don't work like but if it makes you feel right then it can actually strengthen your magic because you're in the right mindset to work on that yeah, like work you. with that shit yeah be you be your own witch totally yeah and find things that like feel right so this list is as comprehensive as I could make it, just like last week's list. You know, if I left something out, remind me of it. Send me a message and be God, like, hey, you totally forgot while. this tool. No, we're not. <laughs> so dramatic. You said comprehensive. <laughs> so again, if you're a fucking broke-ass witch <laughs> you and you don't have the money to, broke -ass witch. <laughs> to spend on all this stuff, it doesn't matter. The only tool you need is yourself. Do you just call me a tool? You are a tool. <laughs> but what am I your, here for? Your <laughs> Why am I here? Your question about where you can buy these things, um, a good place to start is actually dollar stores. Amazon. And Amazon. And, Feed the beast. And Etsy. Lots of really good shit. Support your fellow witches on Etsy. Selling cool shit. Yeah, that's a good idea. There's a bunch of stuff out there. And also, like local... Make your own. Yeah, make your you own. Buy a nice little pocket knife and a chunk of wood, and you can start carving out your own little... Uh... Wand? Oh, okay, a wand. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but look locally. Um, if you want to locally source your herbs, you know, we're trying to give back to our communities and back to the planet. That's important, too. So find your local metaphysical store. I'm super lucky. I have a really great one, um, but not everybody does. So there are a lot of stores that sell online um and they're all ethically sourced and stuff like that too so it's important guys support each other okay so let's get into the list first of all candles gotta have candles i love candles big fan there's <laughs> lots of candle ma magic out there fancy candles that have stones inside them maybe they have herbs like real herbs in them you need those like really tall red ones that are, you know, just kind of on the like the weird candlestick on the sconce <laughs> where the like the, the wax is the wax is like run over and like dripping like three feet past the bottom. Of the <laughs> I, I don't think you can be a witch unless you have one of those, right? <laughs> um, yes. I don't have any of those. No. I buy my candles or bought these candles, the ones I have right now at um, Aldi. Must not be a witch. At the grocery store. And um also Kohl's. Because I like the smells. You can also make your own. There's a ton of um, YouTube videos out there about if you want to make your own candles. It's not that hard. 
there's a bunch of theory out there, like color theory, that like certain colors of candles work for certain spells or whatever. Remember that white is always a substitute. If you have a white candle, it is a substitute for any colored candle out there. Okay? So if you don't have a fuck ton of money, you just need a white candle. I like three wick candles because uh, the number three is really important to me, connects me both to Christianity and to the mother maiden and crone and also the uh, mind, body, spirit mentality stuff. So for me, I really like three wick candles. My mom had a three wick candle, I think through my entire life up until I moved out. Like that. She had the same candle. It was, it was like, I don't know, eight inches across, three wicks in it. This thing burned for years and years and years. That one's three wicks. No, that the one she had put that fucking thing to shame. That thing? Yeah. I <laughs> had to stop lighting it. It's starting to get close to the bottom. It gets so hot. That's one of the cheap ones that I found. <laughs> it gets so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, this thing was like a dinner plate. You can feel plate. it through the jar. Oh, also, save your fucking empty candle jars. Candle jars. And remember what I said very first episode? Mm-mm. Candle holders. Candle holders. (laughs) For the love of God, if they don't come in a jar, please buy a candle holder. Keep your spells contained. We don't need it in the carpet. Yeah, you don't, because what I had to do a couple times is I had just- A couple times? Yep. Just the candle. (laughs) And I had to burn, like light the bottom wax on fire and stick it to a piece of cardboard so that it would stand up. We could probably tell JoJo's story at some point. (laughs) Um, That had to do with a- taking a candle that also didn't have a candle holder and sticking it to a tissue. But tea lights work great, and they're fucking really cheap. Yeah, you get a ton of them. Yeah, uh, you can buy them super, super cheap, and you can buy a ton of them. If candles don't work for you, you can do incense. Um, But let's be sensitive to pets and sensitive to people that may live in your house. Maybe somebody has, like, sensitivity to smells. There's also like wax melters if you want to use that. Wax melters? Mm-hmm. So like the just put it the, gets put hot and like wax scent out. Mm-hmm, and like melts the wax and the wax gives off a scent, but it's a lot lighter than um right. And it's usually electricity based rather than like fire. Makes sense? Sure. Okay. So then we have cauldrons. So when you think of witches, you think of cauldron, right? Yeah, the big black cast iron right. children eater cooker <laughs> thing. There are tiny little cauldrons that you can buy. They're really cute. Itty bitty little cauldrons. They're really, really cute. But literally any fire safe bowl is fine as long as it's Not fire ceramic. safe. Um, glass is fine. Stone is fine. I think glass is okay. That's what I use up to a, a glass certain, bowl. Yeah, up to a certain heat. I mean, it depends on what you're using it for. Like, for me, when I burn intentions, I light the paper on fire and then drop it in the bowl. Right. Um, so it's quick, right? Like, the, the mm-hmm. fire doesn't burn for that long. But it needs to be contained. Also, whenever I'm burning sage or burning juniper or whatever it is I'm using for purification, I have an abalone shell. I really connect with the ocean. So an abalone shell was perfect for me. They're also really beautiful to look at and they um deal with heat pretty well mm-hmm. so you can use that anything that is fire safe is fine for your little cauldron as long as it's fire safe 
And if it's not, bring an extinguisher. <laughs> Maybe you're trying to crush up herbs and combine them. Maybe that's part of your practice. Mortar and pestle. Mortar and pestle. I do not have one of those, but maybe you need one. That, that is a witch tool. Mortar yeah, and pestle. Could, another method would just be taking uh, two spoons and fitting them inside each other and then grinding up whatever in between. Oh, yeah. That's a really good tip. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's an easy one. I'm, my my poor ass mom used to do that with medicine. Perfect. Yeah. When I say, if we're going to play the word association game, uh oh. if I say witch tool to you what's the first thing that comes to your head hag handyman <laughs> no that's you yeah <laughs> you're the first thing that comes to I, your head i'm a witch tool if you think it wow second hand but big wow i was gonna say brooms oh <laughs> um also referred to as a besom <laughs> it has an actual name mm -hmm. all right um used for writing no i'm just kidding it's not used for writing um <laughs> 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 it's another way of cleaning your space. So you take your little broom it, and you just a broom. sweep the negative energy out of the space. Also, you will find them hanging above the door. It's supposed to ward off evil. And you yeah, can actually make them yourself. Is that where the rednecks started hanging their uh, shotguns over the door? <laughs> I think that's a little more aggressive form of uh, warding off evil, but yeah, yeah uh, sure. <laughs> they put them in their trucks, too. Maybe I should start carrying my broom around with me in my car. <laughs> we need to install a broom rack in the backseat of your car. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. You're going to get some weird-ass looks. <laughs> Um, you can make them yourself. There's a lot of um, DIYs on how to make your own besom. It's really just string, rope, sticks. Hey. Yeah, yeah, sticks and stuff. You can literally walk outside into nature and get most of the the things that you need. So again, locally sourced. I do not know how to say this word. I think it's athame or athame. It's basically a knife or a sword, but it's blunt. <laughs> it's a dagger, basically. Okay. Why is it blunt? Um, Because you don't want to cut yourself. It, people leave it on their altars, and um, it's used for casting circles or for cutting bind spells. So say I am having a problem with a person, and I want to cast a spell that will sever our ties. You'd use a dagger for that. Okay, that's that's one way of doing it. I would just send the person a text and be like, <laughs> listen, I don't listen, want to hang out anymore. Sometimes texts aren't strong enough. Sometimes you need a spell. Yeah, or you just ghost the fucker. <laughs> um, it also can direct energy. And um, if you need a representation for fire in your altar or need a male energy in a spell, you'd use this. Just to... Question out of curiosity mm -hmm. and partially because I'm trying to make a joke. Is it phallic? Is that why? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. All right. <laughs> then there's wands, right? Yep. And, and, uh, I've seen Harry Potter. Right? A wand. So, so is that is that true? Like the wand chooses the user or can you just be like, you're my wand now? Um, so that's a good question. Um, You can make it yourself or you can buy it. Okay. So no. Um, It depends. Um, I think most witch tools choose you. Um, okay. 
I think when you're buying a tarot deck, you should go with what feels right. I think when you're buying um, a pendulum, I think when you're, I've said this before, when you're buying stones, you should go for the one that calls to you. It's a, um, it's an intuition thing. All right. So while you might not get the swirls of magic like Harry Potter, you feel it. You know when it's right. Yeah, it's it's kind of what happened to me today. I was looking for a stone bracelet and wanted a hematite one, and then this other one popped up, and I was like, hey, what about these lava rocks and dragon's eye? Dragon's eye. I think that's what it is. It's a cat eye. No, I think it's dragon. Well, it's it's the red red cat eye one, right? So they call it dragon's eye, too. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I didn't read a whole lot into it. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, but that's the one I got. Hopefully it helps. Like, again, if you hear it calling to you, then that's the one you should go with. But wands are used to focus your energy. Mm. They're used to direct your energy. Um, Arcane focus. Right, totally. Um, Summoning spirits, consecrating your other tools. Um, It's essentially an extension of your pointer finger. Um, You can draw sigils in the dirt or in the air with it. Stones often come in like big obelisk shapes, or they call them points sometimes. Like they'll be like, this is a selenite point yep and um they're all those can also be used for wands i don't personally have one i don't know it's just not something that i've ever felt like i needed maybe eventually sometime i will this is also a good tip if you're listening to this and thinking about like good things to purchase for the witch in your life or another witch in your life if you are a witch um some things you can purchase for another person and some things you can't so um, a wand is okay? I wouldn't. Oh, okay. No. I no wouldn't wand. purchase a wand for someone else. I think it's very personal. All right. It's a tool that again is supposed to be an extension of your arm. To me it would be like you need to pick the one that works for you mm-hmm. and it would be really hard to It's like buying perfume for another person like Yeah. You don't know how it's going to mix with their skin, right? Like their own personal body oils yep. and smells and mm-hmm. stuff. So that's a wand is something that I would suggest you probably shouldn't buy for another person. Listen, you can buy candles all day. You can buy them a cauldron. You can buy them a lot a of things on this list. You could buy for the witch in your life, but I wouldn't buy them a wand. I'm getting you a broom for your next birthday. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I, like, here's your other ride, You bitch. said you'd love it. <laughs> love it. Then there is the chalice. Um, this is going to represent... The feminine side. Oh yeah, um, definitely. I know that's not phallic, but what's the opposite of phallic? Chalice. <laughs> okay. Um. So, like the uh, dagger was masculine Male. in fire. Yeah. This is feminine in water. Mm-hmm. Um. You can use chalices if you um, worship a deity, and you can put wine in it or something else for tribute. Basically. Okay, so actually, this brings up kind of a thought process. And was this something that goes way, 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 way back, and the Catholics stole this to make it the Virgin Mary thing? You think blood of Jesus kind of a thing? Yeah, probably. Seems like something they would do. We talk about this a lot. Um, I mean, you and I have. I don't know if you've ever talked about talked about this on this podcast before. Um, Christianity stole a fuck ton of shit from the pagans. Yeah, specifically um, Constantine. Yeah, he. He's... Yeah, basically they were like. 
just a whole bunch of things. They, they right. tried to cover up all the holidays, and there's a reason why Christmas happens on the day that it happens. It has nothing to do with when Jesus was actually born. If you know anything about right. Christianity as a religion, you should know these things. Um, and this is coming from an actual practicing Christian person. Yeah. Um, Raised Catholic. Yeah. Right. We know a little bit about Christianity in this house, and I think so. There's a long, long history of bringing wine specifically to, you know, Athena. Right. Like the Greeks did that yep. a lot. Basically, it, it's an offering. If you were ever asking me, and we'll get into this sometime about, you know, bringing offerings to your deities, you can share what you have for your dinner table, you know, at your dinner with mm -hmm. them. There's a whole, during Samhain, that's like a huge thing um, to share from your table and stuff like that. So, but yes, I think to answer your question, I do think that's probably something that they stole from the pagans. Mm -hmm. So, um, bells. So you can ring a bell at the end of a spell to kind of signify the end of it. Uh, you can also ring it before meditation to kind of set your mind into meditation zone. Um, and then witches often hang them on doors to keep evil energies from entering your home. Oh, is that why you have those there? Yeah. Okay. I have um, a set of bells that I hang on my altar. I have a little desk for an altar. I'll share it at some point, but I have bells on it. It protects it. Um, then you're going to need a purification method. We talked about smoke cleansing in episode three, if you want to go check that out and you haven't listened to it yet. But there are also sprays if smoke bothers you. I think I've sprayed you down before with something when we were doing our New Year's Eve thing. Mm. I'm pretty sure I sprayed you with it. I really like that one. It's good. You can make them yourself. Again, if you don't have any money for herbs and things to burn um, or even incense, you can walk out into the woods near your house and find juniper, um, find evergreen to burn. There's nothing in your area that you can burn. All you really need is to take a bath. Go get in the shower. Go take a bath. It's really just about cleansing yourself of like hanging on pre-existing bullshit, just getting rid of it before you work. That's all. Mental thing. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, then salt. Salt is good for cleansing. It's good for healing. It's good for banishing, and it's good for protection. Um, and French fries. And <laughs> it's great for French fries. If you've ever watched like fucking Supernatural or anything like that, you know that they put salt like on windowsills and circles to protect themselves. Burn the bones, salt this. Burn the body, salt the bones, just to be sure. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Then we've got our jars and bags for spells. Of course, stones. Remember that clear quartz can be used as a substitute for literally any stone. So it's the white candle. Yes. Clear right. quartz is the white candle of the stone world. And rosemary is the white candle of the herb world. You can use it for any herb. And then rose is, if you need a plant specifically, you can use rose petals. All right. Okay. Clear quartz, white candles, rosemary, roses that's it you need those that's four things you, you can do anything you can do anything you want out of that they also make crystal grids um where you can set your stones out um, onto the grid and we haven't talked about charging in depth but remember i said charging is adding something right. to like you're setting an intention on something so if you're trying to set an intention on something you can get a crystal grid and you can set several different stones and then put the thing in the middle and it kind of focuses it all on that. 
All right. We're going to need to talk about that one. That seems kind of interesting. Yeah, we definitely will need to get back to that at some point. Um, then you're going to do your divination tools, tarot cards. I'm going to do a full episode on tarot cards at some point because I feel like it's like I need to talk way more about it than the time we have left. Um, basically, it is a deck of 78 cards. It has five suits. Uh, Major Arcana, Swords, Cups, Pentacles, and Wands. That's the five. And it's always the same no matter what kind of deck you get, right? It's always identical. There's the exact same number of cards, and they're called the same things in every deck. They just look different sometimes. There are tons of different spreads you can do, um, or you can simply ask it a question and pull a card. Um, Learning how to read tarot is a skill that you have to develop over time. Um, But again, you can definitely use the internet to look up answers to those. There's also something called oracle cards, which are not the same as tarot cards. Tarot, like I said, has the exact same amount of cards every time, whereas oracle is different. They can have any number of cards. Tarot has a lot of structure. Oracle can be different depending on what deck you get. You just wing it? Um, yeah, so oracle is really easy to learn. Tarot takes more practice. Um, oh, it's oracle. like skiing and snowboarding. Yeah, kind of. One's easier to learn, the other one's harder to harder to master. Kind of. Um, oracle <clears> is <throat> definitely more vague, and tarot is more to the point. Okay. Um, you can also blend the two together and use them side by side if you want. But again, we'll get into that. It's sounds like a metaphysical gym rummy game. Sure. <laughs> um, then you've got pendulums, also a divination tool. A pendulum is literally just a stone on a chain yep. that you ask questions. And if it's um, swinging around like crazy, like you got some stuff going on, <laughs> and if it just points. Um, and you kind of have to learn to read the swings of your particular pendulum. Right. Again, cheap tip, any necklace that you have can be used as a pendulum or any rock tied around any string can be a pendulum. Mm-hmm. Just needs to be able to swing. Some people also use a pendulum board Um, That has like, yes, no, maybe, but you could literally just get a piece of paper and write that shit on there Mm -hmm. and same again, cheap to free, good to go. Other divination tools, you can use dice. I have no idea how this works, um, but while I was looking up which tools dice was on there, um, as well as bones, like throwing the bones is is a divination tool as well. So also in divination tools are crystal balls. If you're looking for like a specific image when you're trying to use divination, I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert about crystal balls, um, but I know that a lot of people use them. Yeah, this um, is like the go-to. Right. Uh, I think, I think. don't quote me on this, but I think you could also maybe use a mirror instead of a crystal ball, like if you hmm. couldn't purchase one. One of my absolute favorite memes <laughs> that I read one time is this tweet. and it says uh when i bought my giant crystal ball the lady looked me in the eye and said whatever you do never ever leave it uncovered when you're not home and i said oh wow because of the spirits and she said what no because if the sun hits it weird it'll burn down your house (laughs) uh remember that uh crystal balls are a fucking convex is that right convex yes round can it's a magnifying glass yeah it's basically a big ass magnifying glass not basically it is (laughs) so be beware um 
because if you leave it uncovered, it yeah. might burn your house. You can focus the sun's heat, and yeah. that shit is powerful. Exactly. Yeah. And then last but not least, your Book of Shadows or Grimoire. Another thing that I am going to do a full episode on talking about grimoires. Basically, this is your witch's journal. It is a book that holds all of the knowledge that you gain. Um, it can be any notebook or journal. You can also use Pinterest or a journal app like Evernote. And then just any odds and ends. Like if you are wandering around in a store or outside and you find a cool stick or rock or maybe a cape or something in a store like that makes you feel like it just feels right to you anything can be considered a witch's tool all right yeah so that's that's it that's the whole box that's my that's my list on witch's tools and again this is just the list that i could find this week if you feel like i've got something uh let me know if there's a certain tool that you use that's like maybe a little I don't want to say off the wall, but like different, like something that you use that is unique to you and you want to share. I'd love to hear about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, follow me on social media. I post at least once a week, sometimes more. And whenever I come across short witchy tips, I've been doing videos and stuff and posting them on Instagram. So this so. uh this was a lot less painless than i expected it to be oh yeah you yeah. expected it to be more painful yeah i thought we were just gonna be like okay and here's the hardware aisle and then there's, <laughs> this is the this is the sink aisle and <laughs> item, by item by item good good well no it, it's more general than that just what's what works for you yeah it sounds like the uh, the witch's tools are just um accelerants yeah definitely it's an accelerant for yeah. sure totally or a vehicle Accelerating vehicle. <laughs> An accelerating vehicle. All right. Thanks for joining us this week, and we'll see you next week. Yep. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.